Welcome to Aesthetics by Swanson, where everything is aesthetic. This is episode 11, the top four gym mistakes. This is going to be a good one. Woo-wee! Oh, coaching programs, link in the bio. Instagram handle, link in the bio. This is going to be five years, just like yesterday's episode. Oh my gosh. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Once again, this is episode 11, the top four gym mistakes. If you're looking for coaching or programs, we got those. Once again, link in bio. This is number one. We're jumping straight into this amazing episode. Not doing full range of motion. How do you expect to grow and stimulate growth if you're not even doing full range of motion? Okay. If you're loading that bar up to do a squat, even if you're loading it up to do strength reps, like one to six, you still have to be able to go down in full range of motion. Okay. And you, and if you lift, Mm, like going 300 plus on a barbell back squat within reason, that be the type of weight that if you squat and you go all the way down, you better pray to God that you can get that weight back up. Because if you can't, you're basically asking for an injury. This is why people don't go all the way down in the gym when they're doing those squats with bad form. Their form's breaking down. They're doing half squats, not stimulating any growth, just ego lifting. You're basically asking for an injury at this point. And uh, I got to jump on the men for a second. Guys, I want you all to think about this because it's very universal. Not doing full range of motion in the gym is like having sex with your woman with you got seven inches and you only giving her three and you just you giving her three inches. How she's supposed to get stimulated? How she's supposed to get any type of stimulation? Same thing with your muscles. Unit is universal. Working out and fucking is like the exact same thing. In fact, it is a workout. So if you're not do if you're doing full range of motion in the bedroom, why are you not doing full range of motion in the gym? Didn't think about that, did you? You need to be applying full range of motion in the bedroom and outside of the bedroom. You're not going to type a half report at work. You're not going to do half. I mean, if you half-ass stuff, you're going to get half-ass results. That's why y'all ain't growing for those who are ego lifting and you're not doing full range of motion. Facts. Facts. That's number one. Not doing full range of motion. Gym mistake. Number one. Number two. Segwaying right into this. Ego lifting. Okay, so what? You can bench 5,000 pounds. You're strong. Okay. But as it pertains to ego lifting, you're not really controlling the weight. So like I said on my story, most people are confusing the strength reps for hypertrophy. There are, sorry, the strength, the, the size of the weight, the amount of weight for big muscles. They're not synonymous with each other. Hypertrophy, when we're talking about the parameters of hypertrophy, hypertrophy just means excessive growth, 
okay? Or we're trying to stimulate growth to make the organ or tissue grow, in this case, muscle tissue. And when the food goes in, when one gram per pound goes in and you get the proper rest, that's when you grow. You're not going to grow ego lifting or you're not going to optimize on growth ego lifting. So they are not synonymous. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are ego lifting, if you're, as we say in the Navy, if you're chicken jerking the weight, you are not getting the full benefits of training. And if you're not getting one gram per pound and you're ego lifting and you're not training with intensity, which is the next one, true intensity, you are only working out for the mental benefits only, not for the growth benefits or strength benefits, which is number three, low intensity, not training till failure. Now, let me get on the mental aspect of this. Why do people not, they don't train with high intensity? Why, why not? Because the average person doesn't like hard. The average person, they are going to choose the path of least resistance, no pun intended. So as it pertains to stimulating growth and training till failure, it's the complete opposite of what they want. See, the consciousness, they want a happy meal, three, six, five. But in bodybuilding, oh, we understand we got to work for that steak, broccoli and rice. Yes, we have to work for that. We have to diet to reveal those gains at the beach and be booty popping. Ho ready. Shout out Chris Jones. Right? So low intensity is the path of least resistance. They don't like uncomfortable. If I'm speaking to you and you want to be aesthetic, you, you're not going to grow in the comfort zone as it pertains to training. That's universal and very spiritual in life all across the board. You're not going to grow in the comfort zone. You're not going to grow in your comfort zone. You're not going to grow in your comfort zone. Even the plants and animals know that. You got to get uncomfortable. Okay? How do you expect to grow if you're not setting the ground to grow? In this case, controlling the, the weight. Getting your nutrition locked in. High intensity training. Low intensity is not going to work. It's not going to work. If you want to be like have an amazing physique, you're going to have to dial things in with your nutrition and training and your range of motion, all the above. But I can't go down all the way on a barbell back squat. My knees don't let me do that. Well... Your tibialis anterior is most likely weak because you don't get one gram per pound and you're not stimulating that area because you're not doing seated calf raises. That's number one. Number two, your glutes are weak. Your knees are buckling in because your hip flexors suck because you don't train them because you think that it's girly. You think that training your hip flexors and doing the abduction machine and the adductor machine is girly so you don't train it. That's why you can't go all the way down because that area is weak. But if you get that limiting belief outside of your head, I'm mainly speaking to men on this one. Because women, they love that machine, but they still, most of them do it wrong. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Men, if you want to have a deeper squat, 
you need to go to that abductor machine and that adduction machine. Facts. It's going to open up your hips. It's going to strengthen your medius. It's going to strengthen the sides of your quads. It's going to strengthen that area, your inner thighs. It's not girly. It's not a girly thing. You're not going to be perceived as feminine if you go on that machine. Get that out of your head, guy. You're going to be strong. This is what the top bodybuilders do. They get shit done. So get it done. Get it done. Last one. Number four. Not tracking lifts. Now this is a big one. Because this is a huge variable next to, of course, the the intensity threshold. Not tracking lifts. I don't really see anybody in the gym with a pen and paper. A notepad, composition notebook, not tracking the lifts in the phone, nothing. Just going there and doing randoms. Again, how do you expect to grow if you're not controlling the variables that they're on the parameters of growth? You're not going to grow. Oh, it's not that serious, John. It's not that serious. It's not that serious, John. I just want to go in there and just move the weight. I don't care if I get a hernia, catch a hernia. Okay, fine, catch that hernia with Playboy, but you ain't going to be able to hit doggy style for about three months. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, we got to edit this shit out. I can't fucking put that on the podcast. Now I'm keeping that shit in. But no, on the real, track your lifts, guys. Like, for real, track your lifts. That is going to be a huge game changer. And then when you go back to that training date, like, put the machine, put the lift, and everything. Shout out to IFBB Pro, Braden Yurick. Every time I see that man in the gym, he got the, he got the composition notebook. He got notebooks on notebooks on notebooks on notebooks. He ready. He's controlling all the variables. All the variables. So there's no room for error. If you control the variables, there'll be most likely no room for area. So I'm like, oh, I need to I need to increase the intensity. If you do the opposite of these mistakes, that's how you win. You want to know how to win? Do the opposite of all these. So if you're not training full range of motion, drop the weight, train full range of motion. If you're ego lifting, stop ego lifting, drop the weight, train full range of motion. Control, squeeze at the peak of the contraction. If you're training with low intensity, do the opposite. Train with high intensity, moderate weight, 10 to 15 reps. And number four, do if you're not tracking your lifts, track your lifts. If you're not tracking your calories, if you're not getting one grip per pound, do that. If you do the opposite of everything that I just named on this mistakes list, you're going to win. You are going to stand out, females, That ass is going to be popping and ready for Miami and Vegas because we're going to the fucking Olympia this year in October and it's going to be awesome. You're going to look amazing. I promise you that. Guys, this has been episode 11, the top four gym mistakes. Do the complete opposite of this and I promise you will grow. Thank you. I love you guys.